Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Tim and Joel Call It in the Ring. I'm Tim. That's Joel. We're not as chipper as we usually are, Tim. Everything is. I'm thinking about sneakers. I was looking at sneakers before this. I got to buy. I get to buy some new trainers for the first time in like 13 years, maybe 14. What uh, what kind of what kind of shoes are we talking about here? Well, last ones were like random Reebok basketball shoes that survived. Again, 13 to 14 years of, of like consistent use. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm cautiously looking at the Reebok X Nano X ones. But I mean, it, if y'all have suggestions, thing. yeah, y'all yeah, yeah. suggestions. I uh, yeah, I got a, I got a few I got a few options. Some Nikes in there. You know, all of the companies are monstrous, but yes. that's that's the nature of things now. But uh, we'll, we'll find something. Well, the good news is, as you're trying to afford your sneakers, you can help us out by sending us your Super Chats or your Humper Chats over at HumperChats.com. It's Tim and Joel Call it in the Ring. We would normally be so much happier, but we sat through the Royal Rumble last night. Start to finish. And boy, did we sit through the Royal Rumble last night on the Twitch. Tim, it wasn't good. Tim, it, it, it was just, it just not a good show. It just wasn't. I'll point out, like, you know, there were a couple of good moments, some good things that some good things happened. Let's not like forget Go ahead. that. Give me, okay. give, me, give me your good. Bobby stuff. Lashley is the WWE champion again. That is a good yes. thing. Uh, yes. Nikki Ash, Molly Holly. That was a good thing. Um, okay. 
the match Seth versus Roman Reigns was good until the end. Yes. And the shield bit was was funny. It started hot. So let's look. Yeah. Let's and just start. End right of list. Top. End of list. Yeah. So let's just start right at the top of the show. Bad Bunny. Right. There we go. Bad Bunny Not was really list. good. I yeah. agree with, with, with Drew in the chat. Uh, okay. We'll start right at the top. Leave a thumbs up. <laughs> if you're here in the chat, welcome. How you doing? Uh, help we get us through this. Your thumbs help soothe us. Yes. Your thumbs. <laughs> like your little babies. Chats. We love a good thumb. Tim will rant for your money. Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns comes out first. Champ comes out first. And he's sauntering to the ring, just slowly plotting. And we're all like, oh, this is different because the champion doesn't really come out first, right? And then we're like, well, Not then normal. again, it's Roman Reigns. So you got to do the Roman Reigns thing where it takes 15 minutes, whatever. Yeah, and But then we realize why we did it. And that was to have Shield Seth Rollins come through the crowd. While and he came through the being... comp seats area, by the way, which was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. While still being the Joker of Drip, just in his Shield cosplay, which was hilarious as hell. That was one of my, that. That was probably like the highlight of the night, and we were literally five minutes into the show. <laughs> and that was like, you, that's hitting your peak, and like just dropping us to hell real quick. It's, it was not great. Yeah, yeah, it really just was a steep slope down. Much again, like, much like, go ahead, Seth's entrance. It was yes. a steep slope down. <laughs> and and here's the thing. that The match was good. The match was actually yeah. really entertaining. And again, they do the same thing that they've been doing. And we've been talking about it on this show for the last three weeks beyond that. But lately, focusing on the fact that they have these great matches and dog shit finishes. Yeah. And in this case, they do a DQ, which when they do it, I'm like, okay, I I see, I see what we're doing. I don't like it. I don't like that you have a disqualification for a title match at a PLE, at a, at a premium yeah, live event, yeah, pay per view, yeah. whatever you want to call a it. Plea. <laughs> a plea. A I plea. Mean, this was a plea for help. This, Please this love us. Please love us. <laughs> and I just don't like, I just, what are we doing? What, we're going to do it again in Saudi? Why would we do this match again in Saudi? What does this accomplish? So that, what, Brock can get revenge on Roman? What are we, like, what's the point of this? Or do we just ignore it completely and Seth goes back to Raw? And is suddenly a babyface because he took the chain, the same chair shot that Roman Reigns took years ago when Seth turned on the shield. Yeah, and now he it just knocked some things loose in his head, and he's a good guy again. Is that what it, that honestly? If that's the, the story. Most, that one it, that won't be the story, but your discussion of him just going back to Raw and acting like nothing happened is the most likely thing to happen now. It's it's literally Vince McMahon come to life, just forgetting what happened the night before. It's awful like yeah. really bad and that's exactly what's going to happen like i really don't think there will be a continuation they might run it back in saudi but i don't see that happening now just because they have to build to wrestlemania do you give do you give seth a spot in the elimination chamber because he was disqualified and again like brock lesnar so spoiler alert wins the royal rumble and brock lesnar is clearly going to go after the Universal Championship. So Seth, wouldn't he want to go after the Universal Championship again? Are they going to make us a triple threat at WrestleMania and Seth somehow gets his way in? But isn't the Elimination Chamber going to be to determine who is the WWE Champion? Is Bobby Lashley going to be put in the Chamber and then it's a WWE Championship Elimination Chamber? What the hell are we doing? Just thinking about who got built yesterday, I think you're more likely to see Seth win the Chamber and go against Bobby Lashley. I don't know how I feel about that. I think it's dog shit, but that seems more likely to me than Big E versus Bobby Lashley right now because they don't seem that high on Big E. 
Like he did, he did nothing in the rumble. Seth was the focal point of like, cause like they're just not elevating people period. And I think yeah. that out of last night, Seth came out number one contender really like despite, you know, despite not even being in the match to determine a number one contender. Exactly. Like that's what it was. <laughs> like It's true. It's brutal. And it's very frustrating. It is brutal. It's brutal. Like, and that's not, I don't know. That doesn't sound like a very good match to me. Okay. I'll give you, I'll give you a couple spots. Well, because we do try to find at least a couple things that we like yeah, out yeah. of these matches. I mean, Seth hitting that pedigree coming from the spear. That mm-hmm. was a callback from money in the bank from a few years yep. ago. You had the, the, the guillotine spot. Again, the finish was great until you had the finish like the guillotine was good having him pass out was interesting i i want to see if charles robinson if the referee gets involved in the story on friday which i don't normally like but like you got to do something necessary in this but i don't think they will i think it's just going to be forgotten like they're just going to treat it like nothing which is a shame because that's an interesting thing like that's something that they haven't really done like it's like oh well i mean you know they've done like oh it was the referee's fault before but like this was pretty blatant he like dropped his hand onto the rope like it made no sense i just didn't know what they were going for and again otherwise a match that was actually pretty fun to watch like i enjoyed it they they roman's facials were great he was shook he was like he was shaking the larger story uh, as we come out of the WWE Championship match with Lesnar and Lashley and Roman getting involved was like Roman needed to turn back to the guy who led him the right way. And that was Paul Heyman. And we'll get to that in a minute when we talk about that match. But yeah. like the whole story with Roman was that he couldn't get the job done versus Seth because he was so shook by he was shook to the core by Seth's like mind games. Mind and, games. And, and That's that, the, what the commentary was putting over, over and over again. Like, yeah. And and that was fine. Like that there again. This is it's the storytelling that they're not doing because they don't or that they are doing because they don't understand that they're doing it. And this yeah, is one of those things the thing. where they, they stumble into yeah. tremendous setup and yes. it's 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 coincidental. They're not good at it. It just happens because they have a lot of talented talent in ring and, and commentary that are setting stuff up for them. But whoever is well, we know who's making the end decisions there is just not doing the follow through. Like and it's can, not storytelling because they I don't can, have. I, yeah, mm. sorry. Go, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, I can almost guarantee you that Seth and Roman were talking this out, pitching it to the powers that be, and they said yes, absolutely. And now the follow through is going to be literally everything in its dumbed down fashion. Yeah, Nothing you, that they pitched is going to make sense. The nuance will be gone. They get you get fragments of inspired thinking here like consistently and it just it gets chipped away at until it's just these weird vignettes rather than like a complete narrative because the narrative has been eroded by a, a crazy old man yeah uh well let's you know what we may as well talk about the WWE champion no no you know what we're gonna do that later uh yeah, yeah, yeah. what do you want to go you want i guess we have to what happens next it was the, the it was the women's rumble, women's rumble. So the Divas Rumble, like, it was the Divas, and I I say this nicely because I I really did think that this was the Divas Rumble, and I am I didn't hate that. Like I, I no, liked it wasn't awful. They they used up all their nostalgia part. points in this Rumble. They went yes. hard on it for this one. Yeah, like looking down the list, like Melina, Kelly Kelly, uh, Michelle McCool, Cameron, Ivory, uh, the Bella Twins, uh, Mickey James, technically Alicia Fox, Summer Rae, WWE Legend Summer Rae. 
uh sarah logan which was a nice surprise she was uh she was in town her husband's on the show so i guess why not bring her in for a shot uh lita mighty molly which i love the spot with mighty molly nikki sh and and of course ronda rousey comes back and wins the women's royal rumble uh again a lack of depth on the women's side shows that this match had to happen this way yeah Uh, there just weren't that many active women wrestlers like and and like some of these surprises were great. Some of the, like my favorite thing was Summer. <laughs> I had to watch this again. Summer Ray coming to the ring. I don't know if you saw this in a replay. She's running to the ring past the camera guy and just yelling, "Fuck you!" Oh, I saw it. I saw it. It was very good. Like, oh my goodness, Ivory. By the way, sixty-year-old Ivory, I, and that's not a shot at her age because she is a it looks amazing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. B was on the mic the entire time. She she cut a promo. And Rhea Ripley takes her out and, and does not let go of the mic, does Doesn't not stop, stop talking the entire yeah. time. That woman is absolutely golden. I loved it. Yeah, and I, it was it was really good. Like, I love the right to censor thing. It doesn't work in the current product because it made yes. no sense. Like, it was just that Rhea Ripley's kind of sort of gothish, like, but in the most tame way possible. <laughs> Like, it's just like, nothing has changed. And I was like, oh, no, like, this is a different world. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a very sanitized product now. <laughs> yeah, she, she's like cutting this promo where she calls everyone a lost little girl. Yeah, and I was like, okay. I, I mean, and then it makes sense to do the Rhea Ripley thing, but it's like, yeah, I mean, she's a she's a Walmart type of goth, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And see, yeah, like Ivory coming out doing the right to censor gimmick was perfect because that's how yeah. people remember her. And it just cut it. It was perfect. It cut perfectly. Yeah. Um, give you a couple numbers, by the way. So the Iron Woman, once again, is Bianca Belair, 47 minutes, 30 seconds. And uh, Liv Morgan just behind her at 37 yeah, minutes, 20 seconds. So well, it's not that close. About 10 minute difference. But that's fair. Here we are again. I mean, listen, I do think Was that, that match Bianca, that long? God, damn. The, the Women's Royal Rumble match lasted 59 minutes, 40 seconds. So it went almost to the time for a full 60 minute rumble. Uh, the men's rumble, by the way, 51 minutes, 10 seconds. I'm surprised were, that was even that long. I, it they were running on Titan time. Blistering they were going pace. Yeah. Yes. When they're like, every 90 seconds, I'm like, every nine seconds, a new superstar will come out of the anyway uh michelle mccool looked really good of course uh she comes in and starts kicking people in the face right away you can't come on can't deny that it's she did look pretty good uh natty kept getting kicked in the face throughout the entire royal rumble match uh mickey james coming out to hardcore country and getting the impacts knockouts championship that shocked me and i guess it was part of her agreement i assume (laughs) and they probably gathered it up at ringside put it in a nice trash bag for her (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was waiting for a trash bag spot. I yeah. kind of upset she didn't do it. Um, one thing that I thought was really fun was, uh, listen, I know the chat's going to go nuts. Yeah. Tamina eliminates Sasha Banks. I don't care. It wasn't Zelina. Don't tell me it was Zelina Vega. No. Tamina did the hard work and all Zelina did was push her out. Tell me. I don't care. Tell me I'm wrong. I don't care. Yeah, you're wrong. Uh, yeah, for those who are who are giving us kudos for doing the watch along, you're you're welcome. We do honestly, I do them because I enjoy hanging out with with people on the screen. Yeah, and, yeah, and I just need, yeah, it's good. It's nice to hang with folks. Yeah, when the show isn't good, sometimes it comes with like our best banter. But yeah, yeah, yeah. last night was just like we were not enjoying a lot of that. <laughs> it hurt, man. Sarah Logan comes out and looks like uh, Maxie Impaler, who you remember from ROH. Yeah. Uh, 
I was uh, I was shocked to see Sarah Logan and for 43 seconds comes in comes out. She had a really nice moment with Liv Morgan in the back uh, and on digital where they hug and they're very emotional. It was very sweet. I think that's really nice. Um, but otherwise, she was just another spot in the rumble. And then yeah, Mighty Molly Nikki ASH. Do you yeah. think this hint, do you think this goes anywhere? Do you see no. this going anywhere? <laughs> no, 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 no. I will bring this up on the screen. It was just for that. Like that was it. It was a good moment, but yeah, I don't I don't think there, there's no conscious decision to develop characters in this. I think this was Molly Holly, who's also a producer backstage, coming up to Nikki and being like, I'm gonna help get you over. We're yeah. both superhero characters. We both uh, you know, we're both gonna do this. And I think that was the perfect uh mashing of characters for these two. Plus Nikki being Scottish, a little Highlander reference. There can only be one. That's actually a very good point. I didn't think about that. <laughs> they neither did they. <laughs> That's not at all in the cards. I think Nikki thought about it. I think Nikki was like, "I'm going to say it," and everyone else could be like, "Oh, that's cute," because it has nothing. It has no bearing on anything. Uh, yeah. Alicia Fox, by the way, amazing, and then gets oh, so eliminated. good. She she did awesome. Like she did, and and then gets eliminated by both Bellas. And this was something I loved. The Bellas get revenge on each other. Brie eliminates Nikki as revenge for the 2018 Rumble when Nikki eliminated Brie. I had a good time. No, I'm not saying there are stories built out of this. I'm saying that these two spoke in the back when they were producing the Rumble, and that was the little spot that they were going for. It was was like Nikki trying to get Nikki further over as a heel, as like this crazy-ass superhero, taking out the other superhero women character. And that's what that was. And it worked. And then Ronda Rousey comes out at number 28, and she wins. Yawn. I... We saw it coming when the when the reports came out from Fightful Select. Uh, Ronda Rousey eliminates four women. And, oh, we are going to talk about the Sony spot. Thank you for reminding us, Mod Dan. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Ronda gets four eliminations. Charlotte gets five eliminations. I think the match really is going to be Ronda and Charlotte it looks at like, Mania yeah, for night Which, one. thank God for that. I, and I'll barely pay attention to it. But thank God they're going that direction. And if night two is Becky and Bianca, then hell yes, I'm happy with that. We'll see yeah, what happens. I wouldn't count on it, but like it's it's a possibility. She did come out the Iron Woman, so. I, and I think that's going to play into it. I think that's really going to play hard into. I lasted almost an hour, forty seven minutes, but I still like, I deserve another shot because of this. They're going to build her up. It looked really good. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully. Sonia Deville wearing her jacket. She comes out. She's wearing the jacket. She's like, I'm going to take off this jacket. No, oh, fake, pump fake. She goes over and she's over the sits commentary. Down, yeah. Sits down with commentary where there's magically a fourth chair there waiting for her. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> they, yeah. Yeah. And uh, she sits down. She does commentary for a bit. They're talking smack. And then the first thing she up. says is, I think Bianca Belair is great. <laughs> and then, yes. Putting over Bianca and Belair. And then Liv Morgan. And I was like, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then Cameron comes out. Mm-hmm. And Cameron, who is a former Funkodactyl, best friend of Naomi in, in canon, uh, she comes out and Sony is just like, oh, who is this? And they, the commentary kind of clues her in that Naomi and Cameron are friends. And so what does Sony do? She gets up, she takes off the jacket, and she takes out Cameron. Uh, and then Naomi comes in. Why? Why did we do it this way? What What does this build? Why wasn't it the other way around? Why wasn't Shayna was... Baszler there as the heavy to try and take out Cameron and Naomi and then have Naomi take them both out and build something out of it? They have nothing. They have nothing. This, that was the, the story of the whole rumble is that they just they set stuff up and didn't do anything with it at all. That's a very good point. They kept like... and in the men's rumble, it was the same bullshit. 
setting stuff. They, they only have room for one story that they built to play out in the rumble. And I'm using air quotes for anyone listening on audio after the fact, by the way, uh, search Fightful Overbooked in your favorite podcast app. You'll find the audio for everything. Um, yeah, that, that was, that was what it was. They didn't do the Dominic and Rey Mysterio thing. Instead, the only story was the jackass stuff with Johnny Knoxville in the women's rumble. It was all of the Sony Deville and Naomi stuff, which they only built yesterday. Yeah. It was just like, dumb not worth it no ronda comes out wins the rumble <sighs> sure yeah she still can't throw a fake like she can't do fake punches which drives me up the wall like i don't understand we were talking about this beforehand like she carries herself like a person who seriously believes that like these hands are registered lethal weapons like she thinks that she's gonna hurt somebody and it's ridiculous because like you know you're not don't be an idiot <laughs> like and she's just good at nothing like she's not good at any of this she doesn't i don't seriously believe she likes pro wrestling like Mm -hmm. i think she likes money uh she can't she can't talk on the mic like because why would she be able to she has no background in that like i think she does movies now but she's not good in them obviously and doesn't get a lot of work for it so like (laughs) i don't yeah, which, Ronda, right? Which is yeah. yeah, but before that, she was doing movies. She was bad at them. Like, yes, yes. She was she was there to be a wrestler because she was brought into it. She was told you can make a lot of money here. Your friend Shayna Baszler and Jessamyn Duke uh, and Marina Shafir, they're big wrestling fans, uh, but the money's on you because guess what? You are a draw in MMA. People know you. You have name yeah. recognition, name value, and also you won't get hurt so much because guess what? Wrestling is not MMA. And yeah. she took to that. And listen, she did a great job coming in, had a great first match at Mania 34 with Angle versus Stephanie and Triple H because they had yeah. all the time in the world to prep for it exactly. uh, and had a pretty good first run. It wasn't awful, but coming back, holy shit, the promo she cuts, not even <laughs> cuts, the, the interview she has with the Sarah The bad Schreiber. conversation she has where it's impossible to tell if she was even told that she's a character. Like that oh just God. felt like legit Ronda Rousey having a bad conversation with another human being. Like, Stonewall Sarah Schreiber. Schreiber asks her a question and she's like, that's not a question. That's not even it's a like, question. That's a statement. And it's like, I don't even think you know how to write a statement. So shut the hell up. Like, just play it off. Like, ignore it. Just ignore it and treat it as a question. Don't bury the 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 announcer, the the the, the interviewer, and then say, oh, I'm going to go to my bus. I'm going to mack on my baby. Love but I'm baby. serious now. I didn't like it. I, I don't like her. Like, I don't like her <laughs> as a media personality. I used to, like, I was big on her. She did a lot for women women's MMA. And yeah. then she lost once and fell to pieces. She lost just like, now. she believed her own shit so hard that it just destroyed her. Like, yeah. And it's like, don't believe your own shit that much. That's so dumb. Like, you have to be, you know, you got to get in your opponent's mind. But, like, don't. Come on. Yeah. Like, wasn't wasn't great i mean she's gonna come back and then, listen if they want to turn her heel to take on charlotte flair who is much oh, more heel then what are we here for that's like <laughs> they got they got to figure out the alignments real quick because oh buddy they have it, they don't care lot. anymore that is out the door like they do not care about the heel face dynamic it seems like they're just spinning their wheels on it they'll match up whoever against whoever right now so I think it's really interesting because you've got someone. So Freddie Prince Jr., who used to write for WWE, he yeah. talked about this in, in in regards to how Vince McMahon sees characters on the screen, and th- this is where it's so frustrating because this is genius. 
Vince sees the characters as not every character likes every character. Like the interpromotional dynamic, the interpersonal dynamic is different from everyone. Therefore, this the your story doesn't it just because you're good doesn't dictate that you're not bad with somebody else. But this is still wrestling, this is still storytelling, this is still in that regard, a one-dimensional good or bad scenario. That's what people want in wrestling. It, it is it is a it is a storybook telling a TV show where good and bad exists, and there is a clear line. Yeah. I I understand and I agree with the Vince McMahon slash Freddie Prince Jr. analogy that yes, because I Tim and I get along, we're both yeah, yeah. The, the good guys in our story. Whereas let's say I'll just grab someone in the chat like Mod Mike. Let's say Mod Mike didn't like me, but he liked Tim. Well, suddenly the interpromotion, the interpersonal uh, exchanges, they they're different. And, and look, it works, but it doesn't. I think it doesn't I think that's right. no, and I think it could work if they just you know let the writers write it instead of the old man who's afraid of death and loves working out, but has been hit in the head for 30 years, make the decisions because like the execution isn't there. Like if they have a big ass board with a big web showing everyone's interconnectedness and like plan, if there was actual planning, this could be done really, really well and be more compelling than anything else. And they have the money and the talent and the ability to hire people who matter, but they just, or who are good at this, but like, they just don't, there's the follow through isn't there. Like I say, you'll get the sniff that there's some sort of intelligence back there, but it just doesn't finish. We're going to have a few weeks on this show where we're like, this is great. I love this. Everything's working out great. And then we're going to get to the match or we're going to get just before it. And it's going to be like, what was that? And it, everything just falls apart again. Yeah. <sighs> Throwback. Thank you for the super chats. Is this year the women's rumble was one of the best between both the rumbles or was the best one of both the rumbles. Yeah. Uh, even if you knew who was going to win with Rhonda, the surprises were better than the men. Uh, Sarah, Evan, Logan, Alicia Fox and more. Absolutely. Agreed, it was totally. Yeah, yeah. The women's rumble was easily better than the men's hundred percent. And for people who are like, no NXT talent, I said it on this show and I said it on other shows. Do not put the NXT talent in there because it does nothing to promote them. It does nothing to get them over unless they win. And the one year where they tried that was 2020 when Charlotte won, because that was an NXT heavy rumble. And then it was Charlotte going after the NXT women's championship. You could see that they were trying to build the NXT brand to the next level by having a, a main event quote unquote wrestlemania match but they couldn't get there because of pandemic and then everything fell to shit so um i'm fine with nxt not being a part of this year's rumble especially yeah just because i just the yeah they're trying to redirect how it works anyway so like give them time i guess yeah. <laughs> i don't think they want it to ever cross over again which is fine just make that decision like well, if you guys want to make a good decision, how about leaving us a thumbs up here on this video and check out Fightful Overbooked if you haven't subscribed to the channel yet. We appreciate it if you would because we drop content every single day, seven days a week. Sometimes it's with me. Sometimes it's not. The content without me, by the way, is really good. The content with me is like questionable. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Ronda Rousey wins the match and then she points at the sign. The sign catches fire and uh, then they have to lower the sign. They have to get rid of the section that was sitting there where the sign was sitting. They had to bring down the sign. They had to put out the sign. By the way, the sign caught fire. And then they loaded up the sign with more pyro for later on the night, which we'll get to that. Between then, there's a match between Becky Lynch and Dewdrop that's actually pretty good, but yep. nobody pays attention to it. Because <laughs> the building's on fire. <laughs> They got they got they got double screwed not only because of the fire but like they had a, a really good rumble match. Yep. 
and then all of a sudden everything goes to shit and like people aren't paying attention it's another women's match too which for some people you do two in a row it's a little difficult to stay in it not everyone is a big fan of women's wrestling and i get that i'm personally i am a fan of women's wrestling so for me i'm like cool this is great but yeah people were kind of tuned out for that um the match itself was fine again the finish was great i loved the story of the manhandle slam. Can she do it? Can she do it? And when she does it, she does it from the second row. Becky Lynch beats Dewdrop, Drop, which we Yeah, because, you know, because she can't do the manhandle slam. She just had to get her to fall with it for the manhandle slam, which is fine. It makes sense. Yeah. I don't see Becky lifting all that heavy. So. Yeah. So it was just a really, really straight match, really straight up match. Uh, Becky yelling, you know, stuff about being straight fire while the fire, while the sign was on fire. I thought that was cute. It was fine. They did what they could given the the circumstances, which were, were challenging. So they were in and out. There were some brutal spots like Dewdrop doing that senton was like, (laughs) yes, that was hard. Yeah. Yeah. There were a couple of, there were a couple of things like that. And I mean, it didn't, it it wasn't that long. So. Yeah, very simple match. And, and like I'm seeing in the chat, it was hard to get out of first gear. It's hard to get out of first gear when nobody's paying attention to you. Yeah, right? like just... I, th- I I think that was really just the whole arena had a, a an awkward vibe because of the fire. Yeah, you can see people like visibly like turning their heads with their cameras, taking photos and video because the sign is over there on fire or at least being taken down. Like the show is changing around them in ways that it's not supposed to change. Therefore, people's attention is completely different. It had, a, it had the same vibe as um, it was uh, Bobby and Drew, I think, first match, WrestleMania, with back with fans, with the, and it was where all the, the rain, rain delay. Yeah, yeah, that's the same kind of feeling. Yeah, people just, just never... getting back to their seats and trying to get into it. And yeah, it's just that's awkward. a good shot. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of Bobby Lashley, he has a match next against Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship. Uh, Haas fight, quick, not quick, like 13 or 10 minutes. No, I mean, they did the barricade spot and Bobby blew it to absolute bits, which was nice. I know how much you love the barricade spot. Did you think that was okay tonight? That one one was okay. That one was okay. Because Brock was like, no, come on. You've done this a thousand times. I know it's coming. And then you you played yourself. Like that type of thing. (laughs) Brock pointing to his head being like, I know what you're doing. Uh, there was some good stuff in the match. Uh, yeah. Again, a lot of throwing around. They threw each other around and Brock landing the, the high on his stuff, shoulders and God. his neck. Oh, let him go. That's fine. And then out of nowhere, they do a ref bump, which is not out of nowhere. We kind of saw that coming. And then next thing you know, you've got uh, you, you've got Roman Reigns spearing Brock Lesnar. Now, you and I talked about this. We thought it'd be the Usos yep. who were completely off the card last night. Nowhere to be found. So at least they, I guess they kept to that Roman who had become unhinged earlier in the night, clearly because of the match with Seth, uh, he takes down Brock Lesnar and then goes over to Paul Heyman and says, nothing just says, give me my title. Give me that. Like I like just, mm, come on, baby. He did. He did a little like rock smolder after. Yeah. So it was like, it's very cool. And then Heyman, he's so good at what he does. <laughs> Cause the way he acted was just hilarious. Like just this, like, okay yes like he, like he looked like sort of aroused and just walked off with like and it's like dude what you can't keep this is a bad way to run your life like the, the opposite <laughs> could happen next week like don't go with him don't Paul, go with him but, with but him. we know no it's but it's not about it's not no, about it's who, Paul and Roman. It's, it's about allegiance who's to on the top title. at the moment. But that's it's, not a long-term decision. It's alleg- no, but he's, it's allegiance to the championship. That's I'm the just Paul saying that's Hayden a way. dangerous way to live. You're going to get it messed is. up. <laughs> so the turn, the fix is in. 
Brock is no longer with Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman realigns with Roman Reigns. Bobby Lashley wins the WWE Championship. And again, we're doing this dance where Bobby Lashley like wins the championship, but it's like under weird circumstances. Last time with The Miz, it was like The Miz was running away. So that undercut the fact that Lashley wins. That being said, Lashley wins and the crowd is absolutely into it. And yeah. that was cool because yeah, Bobby Lashley was... does great work. No, no. And this, like I said, this is a, a highlight. Like this is a good thing. Um, Lashley getting the belt back is fine by me. Yeah. Very pleased with that. And again, the, it, for what it was, the match was okay. Nothing great. Everyone expected the fix to be in. Everyone expected for Brock to lose Paul and Paul to go back with Roman somehow. But the way they did it, sure, is a little different than we expected, but still kind of the way. Um, again, Bobby with the championship. That works for me. Yeah. Uh, another throwback super chat. Thank you so much. Thanks so uh, much. Ron and Brock winning the Rumble, it gives WWE the star power Vince is craving. For 59 days, we'll have ESPN and other TV sports media excited for this PR gold for them, which is money. Now, I don't really want... Listen, star power... Star power, yes, in a different way. Again, I'll, the, I'll, the, I'll tell you something about this. Uh, go. I got a friend who was watching this uh, with some other people elsewhere. Um, they got together to watch the the Leafs game, the hockey game. That's the reason they're in a room together. And my buddy just happened to force them to watch the Royal Rumble after the Leafs game was over. I didn't uh, know we're Canadian, by the way. Yeah, we're Canadian. Um, the, the the other people who are not pro wrestling fans, you know, after a while, they've had they they ordered in Wendy's. They're eating their shit food. They had plenty of weed, plenty of beer. They Which is loved, legal, by the way, in Canada, where we're yeah, from. Yeah, it's very legal. They <laughs> loved Brock Lesnar coming out. They loved it. They were thrilled. They have no issue with him winning. They knew who he was. They knew who Ronda Rousey was. They don't watch wrestling. And this is I a hate it. <laughs> yeah, but like this, I, but... this is not. This is not uh, dumb for them. Like it just sucks. <laughs> what? Okay, there, there's two things here. Like, yes, absolutely, Brock Lesnar, star power, we know this. He yeah. is recognizable, he's well-known, blah, blah, blah. At the same time, you could have spent years and years actually building mm-hmm. another star. You could have spent a lot of time trying to get that Brock Lesnar rub onto someone else. I don't care what name you use. Yeah. I don't. Because guess what? At the end of the day... The fans will make a star, but so will Vince McMahon with the story writing, which he's not doing. So there's there are no stars to make when there is no investment made. Guys like Big E, sure, could have been huge. Guys like Cesaro probably could have been big. Finn Balor could have been whatever it is. I don't care what name you pick. Yep. The person is not going to be big if the story and the attempt to put them on top isn't there. It's just really inconsistent storytelling with no follow through. And that's how we got here. Like those people absolutely could have been big, but time and time again, human nature shows its face and like, they're lazy. Like that's all that happened. Like they just kept choosing the easy route to the point where they, they've now dug themselves into a hole, right? Like they made the easy choice too many times. We haven't built any new stars. They know that these people make money and they do and get outside attention and they do. So they just keep going for it. And it's a shame because like, I don't even think that that's the right business decision. I don't think that outside attention translates into more consistent viewership and more merch sales. And I don't like, I think the people who are largely giving you your revenue are the more dedicated, like every t- every week fans. And I just think you have a narrow market. 
Like, I don't think you're going to be able to convert a bunch more people into being pro wrestling fans. I think it's reached its saturation. Yeah. Again, we look at, uh, it, this is a WrestleNomics conversation, and I think a yeah, lot of people yeah, yeah. can go to WrestleNomics and listen to guys like Brandon Thurston talk about it. I personally go back and watch almost everything they put out because they 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 speak so well and so eloquently about the wrestling landscape as a business. Uh, and with that in mind, I encourage you to go there, and we can go from there. Uh, and like I see people saying, like Ron and Brock are not sustainable. Brock, they are. That's the, that's true. Like, <laughs> but at the same time, like I, I the joke has been. In case of emergency, break glass and there's Brock or, 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 or Goldberg. Like they, Brock. you know, they have these. Like that's. But I'm just saying the Brock Lesnar thing. Brock's been back with the company for ten years. Like 2012, he came back. Yeah, and he has been a consistent showpiece. And yes, part time. I get that. But again, they consistently bring him back. And there have been, I think now we're getting to the diminishing returns part of the Brock Lesnar return. The current Brock Lesnar, the story and the look and everything is like the best Brock we've seen in years because it's yes. different. Yeah. It's different for the first time in, in the entire 10 year return tenure of Brock Lesnar, um, which sure, fine, whatever. But we need to start working on who's next. Yeah. And there's never been an attempt to find out who's next. And, and that's it, like, I mean, now it's going to be it's Saudi, so it's going to be Goldberg is next because it's Goldberg. That's who's next. <laughs> like that's the thing; they just keep making these lazy decisions, and that's that. I don't know how they're going to get out of it. I just don't see a way out of it. Like they need to start building, but and they had they had right. The next generation was being built. Uh, Triple H and and them in NXT were doing something that was getting over, but they turned they turned away from it because it wasn't what Vince wanted to get over, and that's like you can just see that this. This autocratic methodology is not going to help them because I think it's just Vince wanting to impose his vision, his legacy, and, you know, time passes and it comes for us all, even though he like, and that's the biggest thing. I think Vince just refuses to admit that he is mortal. Like, I think that plays so much into what goes on screen and it's hilarious to me. Yeah. And like, I see it in the chat. I want to have faith in the future of this company and I'm not confident. And no, I think that's like, a pretty common that's a pretty common uh, trope, and I agree with that. It is hard to be confident because for the second major event in a row, your finish is a shocking Brock Lesnar finish. Yes, yeah. SummerSlam. And that's what SummerSlam. Roman Reigns defeats John Cena. The story is the return of Brock Lesnar. Royal there's Rumble. No there's you no succession the plan 30 here. man like yeah there's the, brock lesnar comes out he's number 30 he's not he's not number 27 2020 he's not number one he is number 30 he finishes the night on top brock lesnar finishes the royal rumble it it doesn't work after losing which again like they've done this recently and like it's just it's again it's after losing i don't care like you are like you're supposed to take a step back don't don't come out here and dominate at position 30 because it's not respectable like i don't yeah. see him as more of an imposing figure i see him as uh somebody who has management's support like that's what the number 30 position is doesn't matter how strong you are like you just lost the belt by the way, in the Women's Royal Rumble, that should have been the story. Sony should have come out number 30 and been like, I'm number 30 because I am the authority. But that's not important. We've already moved past the Women's Royal Rumble. Uh, Drew, thank you for the super chat. It says, Brock, Cena, and Goldberg are Vince's break glass in case of emergency. But who will be the break glass in case of emergency for WWE in 10 years? 
That's a good question. That's the, I mean, there is no one because Vince no doesn't one. think that 10 years is going to change anything. He thinks that everyone's going to still be invincible because he doesn't recognize mortality. I mean, <laughs> my damn with and Seth Dolph and Miz. Oh my God. And Roman and Roman and Roman. Especially and that's the thing. Roman they'll be good in 50 and juicing by then. So they'll be fine. Cause that's the thing. Like Vince, look, everyone's on, on gear and it just, it is what it is. <laughs> Uh, sorry, maybe they're on Nugenics. <laughs> well, you don't want that. You don't want that strong ass dick from what's his face. <laughs> what's his name? Damn it! Uh, uh, to the tank. What's his name? The, Someone in the chat's gonna remind us who it is. The, the, uh, it's the like Doug player. Flutie and the other guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Frank, is it Frank the Tank? I think I can't remember. No, didn't he die? Is he still alive? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know football well enough. Oh, God. Well, what I do know is that you can toss a like on this video. If you're watching after the fact, go ahead, leave us a thumbs up and also a comment. Oh, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us here on a Sunday, Boy, Sunday afternoon. Oh, my goodness. Edge, Beth Phoenix defeat Miz and Maurice. I thought this would go the other way. I thought this was going to just do something different so that we can get another Miz and Edge match because Edge loves his trilogies. Um, but instead, Edge and Beth, they win, they win it. The match is there. Ain't much to say. It is, I mean, Maurice looked pretty good. <laughs> Maurice looked good. Maurice worked her ass off. Yeah, that was that was a highlight for me. Honestly, honestly, Maurice was the highlight of this match for me. Like <laughs> baffling. What a baffling night this was. This I think they're wrapping it up so they can transition maybe to Edge and AJ because that that might be their fan service match of Mania. Could you? Yeah, uh, I guess. Edge and AJ would be actually a really good match for which is yeah I think they recognize that God knows they'll write it like crap we'll probably get another dick off but we'll see hey you think because because the fightful main account they have blue chew do you think if we can get sponsored by Nugenics would that be a conflict of interest you think no they're different products that do different things and I don't believe that Nugenics works maybe maybe I should stop changing start changing my tune on that (laughs) hey yo send me some Nugenics at age (laughs) how old am I 30 something and we'll 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 see if it does anything but yeah I I don't know they both get your dick working right is that what we're doing here is that what Nugenics does yeah but Nugenics raises your T levels (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which you know lots of stuff work a lot better than that but i guess they're not legal i don't even know if nugenics is legal here but yeah. well either way if they want to sponsor us we're still a u.s-based company we're just canadian talkers there you go send me your products maurice with a top rope hurricane run on edge probably the highlight of the night pretty good and <laughs> aj and wendy <laughs> oh let's have wendy styles wrestle a match that'd be great <laughs> aj and claire lynch versus <laughs> Beth and Edge. Uh, yeah, so anyway, um, they do the Hurricane Ron spot, and then what do we have? Edge and Beth do the spear, and then they Double do the spear glam Miz, slam. Yeah, and then the yeah. glam slam on each of them. And I love that they had the glam slam be the finish because that's very much, that was very much an Edge call, being like, I want to use my wife's finish as the finish. I think that was very <laughs> That counts as your Valentine's gift. <laughs> Pretty much. Happy birthday, baby. Hey, and the kids were at ringside. You walked they away were. for this. But they, yeah, they were at ringside. He he grabbed one of the kids and was carrying them out uh, by, through the through the audience. Which I, yeah. I, it was sweet. Listen, man, Edge, Edge seems to be just like the nicest and most caring husband and father and i can't help but like smile when i see that yeah it's nice i mean yeah this is again the greatest hits of edge is what we're getting in this last run so yeah so you do so so you do edge and uh and aj i think that would be fun 
make that that could even be edge's send-off if edge wants to ride off into the yep. sunset and then that aj be- will have sent away another one <laughs> yes no it's got to be baron corbin if you want to retire the wrestlers oh, these days oh my god no give me the legend killer aj styles edge and aj styles <laughs> oh but no but edge has to lose or aj has to lose to edge i guess because that's <laughs> how aj sends away legends by losing to them oh that's right anyway let's get to the men's royal rumble boo thank you brock <laughs> you mean the tag wins. team royal rumble of ultimate boredom so i got multiple messages from people during this match dms aplenty where people were like this is just proof that wwe can't build stars this is not a good rumble right what is the so-and-so doing everyone here? was sitting in the mid-card vacuum like that's where they all are they're in the holding waiting people, for a push that never that never comes people asking me you know where's elias because he tweeted out that elias is yeah. going to be there and i'm like buddy i didn't tweet nothing that was not a that was not a promise like that was <laughs> That was random conjecture. <laughs> that was a that was an idea. Like most of my tweets, it's an idea. Just because they come true doesn't mean I'm on the the, the team. Anyway, uh, yeah, the tag team Royal Rumble. That's all this was. And uh, talk about it by the numbers. Your Iron Man is AJ Styles, who was in the match for 29 minutes and six seconds. You know yeah. who your runner up Iron Man is? No, it's Austin Theory. Yeah, that makes sense. 22 minutes and six seconds in his Iron Man gear, because of course you have to nail it on the head. <laughs> the Iron Man of the Royal Rumble. He's, I think he's, he's Vince's golden boy right now. Like the fact that he's doing these personal segments with him, I think they really think that he's going to be the next big thing, which is incorrect. Like, I just don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> like no matter how hard they try, I don't think you can build him that high. I think he's funny. I think that yeah. he has some really ridiculous facials when he wrestles. Yep. I he's young. He's he's twenty three. I want to we'll see, see how not, things go. Yeah, he's got decent in ring. So I don't know. He's just not yeah. that exciting. Like he looks I think like he, every he, other wrestler that came before him. You know, like, they got they got they got to find something that sets him apart from everyone else. And a match with Shane McMahon at WrestleMania is probably what it is. AJ Styles has six eliminations. Brock Lesnar has five. Happy Corbin is three. Those are your top eliminators. Wow, how boring. Uh, AJ Styles comes in first. Shinsuke number two was shocking to me. Yeah. We had Dick Kick Redux yeah, from WrestleMania 34. Anyway, there's not much else to say. The Johnny Knoxville spot was fun. They come in and AJ fine, beats the yeah. shit out of him. And then Montez Ford hits a frog splash. And then Sami Zayn hits a hole. On his knees. Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Johnny Knoxville in and out. Why not? Yeah. yeah. It was just Bad Bunny was great. Bad Bunny uh, was great. He came yeah. in. I listen, wish WWE socials hadn't spoiled it by posting that photo of him and The Undertaker. But I didn't see there. it, thankfully. It was a total surprise to me. Mercy Thought he was visiting. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I did enjoy Robert Roode and AJ Styles having a face-off and an entire arena of people chanting TNA. Yeah. Love yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, throwback, thank you for the super chat. It says, do you see a triple threat at Mania? Brock versus Seth versus Roman. Is it history repeating itself in the Texas two-step along the way? They set it up last night. Uh, can I see it? Yes. Do I want it? Absolutely not. Brock and Roman, I think, is just the match. Put Seth. Yeah, in I a, don't think they're higher. I think that's finding a different situation. Yeah. Like I said, I think it might end up being Seth versus Bobby. Like I, I, that's the vibe I got from last night. I didn't get it going triple threat way. I went Seth's going to pop back on Raw. They're going to pretend nothing happened, uh, yep. but he might get a shot at Bobby with like one reference to tonight or last night. Could easily go that way. It's uh, it's such a strange 
It's a strange thing they're trying to do. I, you and I talked about it on this show. I said Brock has never been in an elimination chamber. They're going to Saudi, which is where Brock loves to go. It's the second favorite place other than the ranch. Why not have Brock dominate the elimination chamber, his first ever, and win his way into the into a championship match with Roman? You have the face, you have the heel. The face dominates the field, and then he's going to go and take out the guy who who held. The, the universal championship away from him which is again like you keep squandering opportunities to build these new stars on brock lesnar like ending undertaker's streak brock lesnar like they just keep doing that you take away the title from roman reigns who's held it for nearly two years brock lesnar and it's like this is you have stuff built you did the work to get to a situation where you can elevate a star and you just throw yeah. it in the garbage for brock lesnar a man who is how old is he now 44 uh 45 yeah because his wife is 10 years his senior so don't ask me how i know they were there was a lot of sable talk going into the rumble it's just this this isn't a slight at anyone's age it's just how i remember things they are 10 years apart you should actually like be mindful of of the future but it doesn't exist events uh i do like the chat talking about the fact that aj versus shinsuke happened for the intercontinental championship in new japan pro wrestling <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. not the but they did it for the right intercontinental championship not the one that's currently around uh shinsuke's waist there yeah. we go oh brock is 44 bobby's 45 so sable's 54 got it don't ask me why i keep track of these things i just do <laughs> my brain works very very strange odd that you're um, using just sable's age as a mnemonic as if you'll always know what sable's age is <laughs> Hey man, she had a profound impact on every <laughs> little boy's child. I <laughs> oh, Shane McMahon comes in. Oh, this was great, by the way, on the watch along. Uh, who was I think it was Anakin JMT who was with us, was like Randy Orton's gonna come in at number 27 and eliminate the film. I'm like, why not number 29? And then Randy comes in at number 29, and people just stare at me. I'm like, what's wrong with you? It's just like mm. You gotta know how to book this shit, pal. Yeah, I guess. You gotta know how a lunatic books this shit. By the way, poor Kofi Kingston, man, got bit uh, this year. Yeah, sucks. I saw a lot of people being like, oh, they didn't need to show the replay. And I was like, it wasn't on the replay. It was obvious on the main camera. Like They had to show the replay because they showed it on the main feed. Like, exactly. Because it like, originally there was hit. no getting away from this. It was just yeah. like, it was the focal point at the moment. Uh, they put a lot of trust in him, and it's just like shit's gonna happen. Like it was unfortunate. Uh, I think I think our pal Sean Ross Sapp had pointed out that you could have easily uh, just negated this entire thing by having the camera shoot high. Yeah, and if the camera yeah, shot you it high, you would have to... ignored the the feet hitting the floor. They just they yeah, like I said, over trusted this. They didn't put a little bit of like they didn't. There's no backup plan. There was no uh, safety net for him. So. Yeah. So unfortunately, Kofi gets bit for the first time ever when he's doing his his Rumble spot. He's been doing those spots since what, like t- 2009, yeah, 2010? Right. He's been doing them for a long time. So listen, of all the years for it to happen, at least it's inconsequential because regardless of the fact that, you know, I saw Alvarez saying that Big E was going to have a big, there was going to be a spot with Big E and Kofi leading into the thing and like, sure, whatever. I mean, uh, that just tells me that Big E has nothing go- nothing doing. Like, that. that's a shame. If they're, again, like when he, when he fell off originally, I said, we, we were talking about what was going to happen. I was like, I don't know, throw him back with New Day. And you're like, he's on a different show. And he's like, yeah, they don't care. And they here we care. are. No, the thing, if, it, if his yeah. grand design for the Rumble was to do something with Kofi Kingston, what does that tell you? Because, like, they had no backup plan. And, again, you just use him as a dominant force. Didn't they're going to they're gonna do, like, New Day in a triple – not triple, in a, uh, a six-man tag Six. at Mania. Yeah. 
That's what's happening. All back together. If, if uh, is Xavier healthy, I know he he'll be fine. But he'll be yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. So that's, like, there you go. Yeah. Or uh, Mike Blondin with the super chat saying <laughs> Miz and Maurice versus Brock and Sable. I smell ratings. Let me tell you guys. A Give story. me that. This so 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 I'm gonna out this guy. This is my buddy Mike. We met on a on a wrestling forum when we were like little kids. Uh, I won't tell you which forum it was because it doesn't exist anymore, and that's not important. <laughs> anyway, we talked wrestling for a long time, and then uh, when when we were probably well when we were older, like 16, 17, 18, uh, I went to visit my sister where she was, and Mike happened to live in the same city, so we hung out. We watched uh, the NWO dvd the nwo for life wwe dvd and we ate pizza and hung out and uh so mike is a friend for life thank you for the super chat mike uh he's good too can't believe i just put him over on the air i feel bad (laughs) (laughs) shane mcmahon eliminates kevin owens what do we think about that is that nothing is that much ado is it just shane mcmahon getting back ko for all the years of, of torment and anguish on smackdown live at the time yeah i think they just think it was this tremendous callback and it's just like, I don't care. <laughs> oh, Shane McMahon Shane looks tired. Theory, but that wasn't this play. Yeah, that, that's the thing. None of that came to fruition, which could have been funny. But, you know, they, they I don't even think they see that. So I think it was just them just doing a little thing because they like each other because they're pals. Yeah, exactly. They like, that along. was all it was. You know, uh, Shane did his thing. So Seamus, by the way, speaking of Shays, Seamus updated his profile photo. And it's a, a bunny emoji with a big old X slash no bunnies loud yeah, emoji. So, okay. Are we doing Bad Bunny versus Seamus? Bad Bunny gets a tag partner and takes on Seamus and, and Rich Holland? Probably. Who would who would he team up with? Who would Bad Bunny team up with? And really? it can't like let, let <laughs> let's not do Damien no, Priest. No, 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 no. Who could Bad Bunny team up with to take on the team of Seamus and Ridge Holland. Johnny Knoxville? No. No, no, no. Sammy Zane? No. No, who who's Spanish speaking on the roster? Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> oh shit. Dominic <laughs> Mysterio and Bad Bunny with Dominic Mysterio. Oh, maybe it's a six man tag. Yeah. I think there it is. Go. I think that's exactly what it is. It's definitely it's definitely Ray and Bad Bunny in some configuration. I would love Bad Bunny and Santos Escobar. It's not going to happen. Yeah, that, that's 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 not it. fair. That that's playing on my my affiliation to uh, to Legado del Stand. Yeah, they're not going up to Maine before Mania. Yeah, uh, Ricochet's too bald. I don't think he's going to team with Bad Bunny. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, look the 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 Ray Mysterio Bad Bunny setup. I think that's seemed- it. I think that's it. I think that's 100% so, it with, with the possibility of Dominic featuring, but I don't know that that's a guarantee. Selling selling concert tickets and video games. There you go. There you go. Yeah, Bad the timing's right. Too. Everything, yeah. You just got to move Ray over to SmackDown, I guess. But then again, it's WrestleMania. So who, who cares? cares? They, who don't, they don't give a shit. Uh, someone asking in the chat where Finn Balor and Alexa Bliss. So Finn Balor was fine. He was just not in the match. He's actually out of the country, I think WrestleVotes said. Sure, mm-hmm. on vacation, hanging out with his wife. Why not? Uh, Alexa Bliss was never confirmed for the Rumble. She's yeah, back they had and doing Raw. She's doing sessions on Raw. That I think the whole story here is, first of all, you, you've got Alexa Bliss telling us to let it play out. <laughs> Literally telling us to let it play out on Twitter. So if you want to believe that, you can go ahead and do that. Alexa Bliss is currently in therapy. And uh, by the way, if you look at the therapist's office, because it's a TV show, there has to be a photo of Freud, and there is one in the therapist's office. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was waiting for you to notice. <laughs> I don't pay that close attention to this garbage. 
I pointed it out. Nobody got it. Nobody wanted to talk about it. Oh. Uh, and so Brock comes in. Brock wins the Royal Rumble. Um, that's it. That's the Rumble. We talked about it. Randy. Randy got thrown out, and it was so. It was such a Randy elimination. <laughs> Because <laughs> he was just like very oh, and then he like flopped around on the floor. But after he was very safe and down on the floor. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> Riddle follows him after, and he just gets like yeeted onto. Him. Yeah, I see Bad Bunny, Garza, and Umberto versus Sheamus and Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss. I'm not mad at that, but also you got to have Madcap winning the Intercontinental Championship. True. So, so you got to get that in there. You got to do that. Um, so that's the Rumble. We that that's that's the Royal Rumble. Boy, did it suck. <laughs> like, we were speculating. I, everyone was talking about, like, the last five entrants, I think. And I was like, yo, they got plenty of people who are very boring decisions to come out. That's who it's going to be. And that's who it was. Where was Cody Rhodes, Tim? Where was free agent Cody Rhodes? Huh? Uh, continuing to work for the company that he is very heavily invested in, both personally and probably financially. <laughs> Real quick, let's talk about Dynamite. I that guess I don't, spin through. Yeah, that ladder match was incredible. Yeah. You know what? I I'm, I might stop ripping on Cody Rhodes. Like he can do all the insane promos he wants if he wants to do matches that good. That match was two guys beating the shit out of each other and having no regard for their backbones. Remember when I was like, uh, I, I think it's going to be Cody being like, do you love me? Do you love me, fans? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it was. Also, Sammy Guevara. <laughs> like, you gotta do the voice now because he won and because Sammy he's big. Which, like, you. you know what? Whatever. Like, a lot, I saw you, a lot of people be like, "What was the point?" And I was like, "You know what? Him dropping the title, picking it back up. I don't have a huge issue with that. That happens all the time." Yeah, and and again, like the match itself was so it put over Sammy. It really did. It put over Cody. It put over uh, Cody. It, it it everyone looked good coming out of that match. It was well worth it, and it was a hot opening contest for for Dynamite. I enjoyed it. I'm glad no one died. It was great. Yeah, exactly. We're not going to talk about everything from Dynamite because we just spent a long time talking no, about this. It was Rumble. also Wednesday. So, yeah. Was there anything else from, I mean, the main event? Do you want to talk about uh, Lights Out on Sanctuary Match? Really, the, the, the big thing I, there. I liked it. Yeah. It, did, it wasn't yeah. as, you know, I mean, I, we didn't see the orange stuff that I was kind of hoping to see. But, well, we did get Blood Orange, which, by the way, shout out to a uh, little blood. It was like a little hand blood orange. <laughs> Shout out to the FIFA accountant, Kyler, who runs the account for ripping off our stuff. I swear <laughs> to God, I got I to gotta get paid. <laughs> <laughs> I had to message him later, just be like, give us credit. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm like, give us credit. Anyway, uh, Orange Cassidy beats Adam Cole, Bay Bay, in a lights out unsanctioned match. Adam Cole's record does not change. Orange Cassidy gets the win that we needed in this feud between the Paragon Elite, whatever you want to call them, and the Best Friends. Uh, is a little less one-sided now, so I guess I'm a little bit reinvested. But the story of the match is what happens in the middle of the match when out of nowhere, Adam Cole brings out a chair, but there's something attached to that chair. Something stuck on that chair. It's very nice and it's very evil. Danhausen is all elite. Danhausen. Very, very nice. Very nice. We'll see. He's going to curse Adam Cole, and I'm sure Adam Cole's probably going to beat him on dark. No, I'm kidding. I, I love Dan Housen. <laughs> I think it's actually a very well-deserved and well-appreciated uh, signing. Very uh, happy I, to see that. Very interested. There are so many silly things you can do with Dan Housen in AEW. And just like Orange Cassidy, when he came in, people were like, oh, he's not serious enough. Well, no, here's the thing. He is serious enough. He can go when he needs to go. 
We saw yeah, that works. in the Lights Out match. I think the best thing that Orange Cassidy did, by the way, was at the beginning of that match, take off the glasses and just break them in half. We're going, pal. Yeah, you can do that with Danhausen. So yeah, no, I thought this was good, and like the the finish was great. Like the hug thing was fun, and they yep. worked on their prop work so that they at least put that the the veneer <laughs> over it, so it makes that satisfying crack. And then the ref falling into the pit while he's trying to count. And I thought that was good. It was. Uh, and so that was Dynamite in a nutshell. Uh, Rampage. I, I, Rampage was fine. I, I wasn't offended. I wasn't I didn't love yeah, it. Yeah, it was, it was not like, yeah, it was good. You, you elevate the ass boys a little more. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mox and Bowens had a really good match. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, he uh, rhymed back with back on the way out. He pissed me off early. Rhyming Homer Lazy. with Homer. So Mwah. he does that a lot. He does a lot of like the same word rhymes. And I was like, come on, you've got literally one verse like you have four <laughs> bars man like oh man whatever you know what paradigm ship gets the win in the mox match and then you have the americanson dragonson daniel brianson danielson in the back watching yeah. the monitor seeing mox <laughs> that's like that's giving you the face acting danielson <laughs> it was great i love it that's now going around that's the meme of the week and i'm all for it uh but here's the star of that episode of dynamite i'm sorry of rampage Andrade and Jose visit. Darby that was a Allen. very good segment. I I enjoyed that quite a bit. Darby Darby's so not, weird, just not giving a shit, just sitting there in his chair. Just just like I respect out. you as a wrestler, but you lost your damn mind. Like, <laughs> Where is your boss? <laughs> I don't. I don't work for him. Why are we having this conversation? Yeah, it was. It was so ridiculous uh darby being like you really think i work for sting it's like just pay attention i i actually like i love this andrade i love that he's leaned into it i love that he's just this like oafish kingpin type that he's just an absolute dipshit thinks that he's running a, like a a mastermind empire yeah and yeah I mean, darby just like yeah. <laughs> Do I have to? Like, please brooding, leave me alone. Brooding indie art house teenager Darby Allen. He's just like, uh, there's a lot of things you can buy in this life. <laughs> like he just he mumbled his way through the whole promo, and it was pretty. It worked. It worked. It worked a lot. It worked much better than any of his art house films or bad jackass stunts. <laughs> lived in cars. Lived under bridges. I can sell a lot of things, or I can buy a lot of things, but my dignity is not one of them. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. He pulls out a baseball bat because that's what you do. Yeah, because you know, get out of my Sting. house. He's learned a few things from Sting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, the Jake Cargill match. I didn't love it. I talked about it on Hits and Misses with uh, with Drew. If you go over to Fightful Overbooked, where we are now, you can watch the Hits and Misses video from la from yesterday, where we outline our top five Hits and Misses of the week in wrestling. Didn't love it. Uh, Jay getting a win, sure is fine. Julia Hart was probably not the right competitor for that match, but. Yeah, it, I went in knowing that y'all didn't like it. Uh, so it wasn't as horrible because I expected nothing. So it wasn't like god awful, but it wasn't like it wasn't good. Uh, I don't think it really yeah. built Jade because like unlike when like Ivy Nile does it on NXT, her doing the, the fitness posturing just didn't really work for me. Like she did two push up, three push ups with like a, a kind of a bicep flex kind of quickly in between two sit-ups and then a really wonky looking kip 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 up and i was like mm, yeah eh. uh shout out to the, shout out to the grapsity boys by the way if you go over to youtube.com slash fightful check out grapsity from saturday 
where Jade Cargill was a guest on the show. She joined the team and actually had some really, really cool stuff to say. Did you know, Tim, that she is actually training with Brian Danielson? No, that's cool as hell. Like, I think she's got all the potential in the world. Like, she will get there. They should continue to invest and focus on building her because, like, she's got such a crazy look. And, like, like, I'm glad she's got the belt. Like, I'm glad that they're building her. I really like her generally. I just think for this early time period, while she's still learning, they need to give her better opponents who can can make her look good. Like, We'll see what happens. I mean, she's the TBS champion. She's undefeated. She has all the potential in the world. And I'm looking forward to seeing more more come out of that. Uh, We're out of time, Tim. We got through it. I mean, listen, we talked through it. We talk everything on this show we're here wednesdays and sundays at noon eastern 9 a.m pacific 5 p.m in the brits we're talking wrestling we're here on fightful overbooked wrestling. tim where can the kids find the internet oh they can find me at tim stone p-t-i-m-b-s-t-o-n-e-p on twitter and instagram drop a like on the video if you're watching in the audio form drop us a five-star review because guess what gets us into your friends ears and then your friends into your friends ears into the friends and the friends of the friends and their ears you're putting ears friends in friends ears that sounds yeah, man. nightmarish don't put oh. people in ears hey man whatever gets you over i'm actual pearl j-o-e-l-p-e-a-r-l ladies gentlemen and friends beyond the binary we'll see you in the next video cheers say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill